The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Seeing that many others have undertaken to draw up accounts of the events that have taken place among us, exactly as these were handed on to us by those who from the outset were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word, I, in my turn, after carefully going over the whole story from the beginning, have decided to write an ordered account for you, Theophilus, that your excellency may learn how well-founded the teaching is that you have received. Jesus, with the power of the Spirit in him, returned to Galilee, and his reputation spread throughout the countryside. He taught in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as he usually did. He stood up to read, and they handed him the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. Unrolling the scroll, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord has been given to me. He has anointed me. He has sent me to bring the good news to the poor to proclaim liberty to captives, and to the blind new sight, to set the downtrodden free, to proclaim the Lord's year of favor. He then rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the assistant, and sat down. And all eyes in the synagogue were fixed on him. He then began to speak to them. This text is being fulfilled today even as you listen. The Gospel of the Lord. In the coming weeks, our parish will hear more about the International Synod that is occurring between 2021 and 2023 in the Universal Catholic Church. It will culminate with a final meeting in Rome in 2023 with the Holy Father, with the bishops, and the faithful. It is a journey for the Church to meet with all the faithful and those outside the Church along their faith journey, and to listen to their joys, their hopes, and their challenges. As Pope Francis has said, the Spirit asks us to listen to the questions, concerns, and hopes of every Church, people, and nation, and to listen to the world, to the challenges and changes that it sets before us. Let us listen to one another. We invite everyone to look at the materials provided online through our parish website, our weekly email, and our newsletter. In our parish, there will be a variety of different gatherings and opportunities to meet together in the coming weeks to discuss these three main questions. Firstly, looking back on your own faith journey and experience of life within the Catholic Church, what has been life-giving for you? Secondly, what has been difficult for you and for your wider family as members of the Catholic Church? And thirdly, what changes need to be made to make the Church more accessible, vibrant, and effective in spreading the message of Jesus Christ. So please do keep these three questions in mind in the coming month 
There will be opportunities for you to share your thoughts. In the meantime, let us focus on the three major themes of the Universal Synod. They are communion, participation, and mission. Firstly, communion. The Church is a communion of believers in Jesus Christ, and this reflects the Trinity, which is the communion of three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Through our baptism, our confirmation, and our participation in the Holy Eucharist, we form one body, the Church in Christ, who is the head of the Church. The Holy Spirit unites us together in faith. He is the bonding glue of us. Just as there are different organs in the body, so there are different groups within the body. All of us have different talents and abilities, which we share with others to build the church up. All groups are called to work together, to communicate together as part of this communion. Sometimes it is easy to focus on one specific area of the church's mission, at the cost of not seeing the overall picture of the church. It is very easy for us to focus on one little interest or one little hobby, rather than realizing the church is made up not just of one type of organ, but different organs forming a whole body. And this communion is not just within our own parish, but within our diocese, within the country, and universally. All of us share this communion. So you can imagine it's a difficult task for the Holy Father or the bishop or the parish priest to keep a union together among the faithful. Secondly, participation. Through our baptism, all of us have been made priests, prophets, and kings. We all have been conformed to Christ. And because of this, we have the responsibility and duty to live a Christian life modeling after Christ. All of us share a responsibility in building up the kingdom of God. It's not just the role of a priest or the bishop or the pope, but every single faithful in the pew has that responsibility. And this participation is not limited to just coming to Mass or actively participating in the liturgy, but to go out, to be a beacon of light to the world in sharing the gospel with our friends, with our family, in our workplaces. All of us have been blessed with numerous talents and abilities, and we ought to share it with others to build up society and the church. That is true participation in the life and mission of the church, to go out. And this ties in with the last major focus of the Synod, which is mission. The sharing of the good news, the sharing of the gospel, the message of Jesus Christ with others. This is the end purpose of the Synod, of bringing people closer to Jesus Christ, so that all people of the world may encounter this life-giving union with our Lord, this relationship of union. Sometimes we need better tools and language for our missionary work to be successful and to reach as many people. So we listen and walk with people, not just for the sake of listening or walking, but that they may encounter the person the person of Jesus Christ, who is not mere some sentiment or intellectual thought, but a person that invites us into an intimate and deep relationship with each and one of us. The dismissal at each and every Mass invites us to go forth in the world, to go forth in our workplaces, to go forth 
in our families, to go forth in our friends, to go forth in our political structures, to go forth in our culture, to share the good news of the gospel. And what is key through this whole synodal process is that we ourselves need to change first. Our holiness, our sanctity is the first step. The church has no need of reformers in the worldly sense of the word, but of saints. Any true renewal within the church is founded and based upon the principle of holiness. Pope Francis has recently said, It is the Holy Spirit who forms and reforms the church, and does so through the word of God and through the saints, who put the word into practice in their lives. So true and authentic reform in the church always begins with ourselves. It is always easy to point the finger at the institutional church or to other leaders, but let us first point the finger to ourselves. It is important to have an utter dependence on God's grace, his help in all aspects of our life, to have an intimate relationship with the Lord through our prayer and sacramental life, by listening to the word of God, and most importantly, by putting our belief, by putting our faith into action, into practice, and going out by serving the needs of others, especially the poor and the rejected. And what is vital in all of this is that Christianity, Catholicism, is a religion, is a faith of hope. It's a religion of faith, of joy and happiness. And we have to be people of joy and happiness and to share that with others. Pope Francis is always cautious of us being critical or bitter or even cynical. And so it's important that joy and happiness. For as St. Francis de Sales wisely said, a teaspoon of honey will attract more flies than a barrel full of vinegar. So throughout this process in our parish, in the diocese, and in the universal church, spend some time and consider these three questions as mentioned previously. Let us use this time to think, reflect, to discuss with others, and importantly, to listen. We ask for the Holy Spirit to guide and direct each one of us so as to be open to hear diverse opinions and to respect them, and that we may not come with preconceived judgments or thoughts, but be open to listen to others and to be corrected, and more importantly, that we may be open to change within ourselves, to live more saintly lives in conformity with Jesus Christ.